0: Hey everybody, welcome to Featuring Jeff Goldblum. This is Tyler. Uh, you'll see my brother Austin in a moment. We're keeping him off the mic for just a minute here. We want to do something a little bit different today. Uh, as some of you might know, uh, Mr. Jeff Goldblum is a uh, jazz musician, a musician, uh, pianist. Uh, and uh, my brother and I are also uh, dabble in in the musical arts. And we decided a while back to try and meet and speak with more musicians by starting our own uh, little thing similar to a tiny desk. We call it the uh, tiny coffee table sessions where we invited uh, people into our little home setting uh, to play acoustic music for us. Uh, all sorts of different artists from around the world. So we thought we'd just play you uh, a clip from one of our uh, first episodes of that. So I hope you guys enjoy uh this is a podcast within a podcast of a Tiny Coffee Table Sessions. Hey, everybody, welcome to Tiny Coffee Table Sessions. Uh, it's our opportunity to uh, show you some music maybe you've never heard of from uh, artists around the world. Uh, this is all acoustic. All new and all coming at you fresh. Uh, we have a very special guest today uh, named Teal Chair. They'll, uh, they'll join us and uh, show us what's new in music. So, welcome. Our artist today is uh, fairly unique. Uh, their lyricists and lyrics themselves are all just excerpts from uh, David Sedaris' books and short stories. Uh, let's bring him in and get a little background. So you're here with the band.
1: Uh, yeah. Hey, the band here.
0: Great. Um, you want to just start running into music? You want to tell us (coughs) why you use David Sedaris? Uh, so
1: David Sedaris, he's been a big influence in my music because I use his book to keep my guitar off the ground.
0: Okay. So he's just always kind of been around.
1: He's always been my foundation,
0: you know? Quite literally. Quite literally. Case.
1: Have I read anything he's written?
0: No. Well, I mean, you must have if if, if you.
1: Well, our lead singer does the oh. singing, readings, read singing, the narrating, the dictating, the.
0: Okay, and it it seems like <laughs> it it seems like the lead singer refuses to comment.
1: <clears throat> the lead singer is mute until he's read singing.
0: Wow, well, that is that is interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: You have no idea how hard tryouts were. <laughs> yeah, we literally tried for hours until we gave him a David Sedaris book, and then he just started belting out this beautiful stuff.
0: Okay, well, I guess let's dive right in, uh, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Um,
1: yeah, I think I've, uh, I think this first song is going to be called, um, it's going to be called The Other Border.
0: The Other Border. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Is he ready? Are you are you ready? To mute. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the other border it starts out in Galactic C, I think. Maybe it's Worldwide D. I'm not sure. Oh, pardon. I need to adjust just a hair.
0: Um, not a problem at all.
1: Oh, so sorry. So sorry. Very unprofessional. There's also a gong happening.
2: upstairs in a letter home I described it's hunky-dory how else to capture my peeling, and buckled wallpaper and the way that it brought everything together the bed the desk the brass-plated floor lamp it was All there waiting for me And those certain pieces Had seen better days The guest chair For instance
3: Was missing
2: its seat At least
3: everything Was uniformly old From my window I see a parking lot and beyond on at the busy road leading to a restaurant. Please, Rosemary, that I worked in such a venerable place. Such as so she, she said Don't feel bad about washing dishes. I think even Gable did it for a while.
1: Yeah, so that's our first song, um, "The Border," Like something. In "The Border," uh, it's kind of based around uh, macaroni and cheese
0: and uh, interesting and yeah. cast iron kettles. Oh, yeah! I didn't catch any of that in the song, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah, it's a read between the lines sort of thing. Yeah,
1: it's like you have to really close your eyes and think like mm, I can taste the cast iron and I can feel the macaroni and cheese.
0: <laughs> Okay, well, great. Uh, you, you got another one for us? Uh,
1: yeah, so this one is called That's Amore.
0: That's Amore. That's well, amore. that sounds exciting. All
1: right. Yeah, this one's going to be fun. Um, so this one's uh, fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. This one's a fun song.
0: Great. Uh, we'll so try not to get up and dance, seeing as how we're all professionals in the studio. i having a hard time right? not
1: just playing the same thing for every song. <laughs> uh Maybe, let me write a new one right now for this one. I, we have the lyrics, but.
0: We're we calling this fun, huh? Um,
1: no, no, that's a different song. I'm sorry, I totally forgot. Uh, here we go. This one is. Okay, here we go. Too fast, maybe.
0: I mean, it's your song. You do it any way you like it.
3: (sighs) Like the rats that spilled from the gangway, she was exactly the type of creature I'd expected to find living in New York. were on the delicate side and you didn't much care about being invited back to the party that you were just at, hell in politics, hell in all sex, hell in all relations. Oh, that's horrible, where did you know this person from? It was Hugh who met her first. It was New York, Thompson Street, the fall of 1991. There was a combination butcher shop and cafe there. He mentioned to the owner who was looking to rent an apartment. While talking, he noticed a woman standing near the door, 70 at least, no taller than a 10 year old girl. She wore a sweatsuit tight through the stomach and hips It wasn't pastel-colored lady like can, Just plain gray like a boxer Her glasses were wing-shaped at their center So that one, yeah,
1: that one was called That's a Morty."
0: Yeah, I, I venture to say I'm not sure I felt it fun necessarily, but definitely interesting.
1: Oh, it's it's super uplifting.
0: Did, okay, sure, yeah.
1: If you read between the lines on that one, you'll find it's really based on modern architecture and also foods around the world.
0: Mm. Yeah, I didn't pick it up on the first listen, but probably the next round I, I would... I yeah, would, uh... I
1: remember listening to it backwards, too, it helps.
0: Oh, it's, it's, okay. Yeah. Well, that's unique. Um,
1: I think we have one more for you. Great, can't wait. The smoking section. Wonderful. The smoking section. (laughs) Smoking
0: section. Oh, we're in. Give a second to a retune there out of drop D. Nope, you happy? You happy with where you're at? All right.
2: first time someone hit me up for a cigarette. I was 20 years old and smoking for two days. This was Vancouver, British Columbia. My friend Ronnie and I spent the previous months picking apples in Oregon. And the trip to Canada was a Rewarding ourselves, we stayed that week in a cheap residence hotel. And I remember being enchanted by a Murphy bed, it's something that I heard about, but never seen in person. A Murphy bed during the time we were there, my greatest pleasure came in folding it away, then looking at the empty space where it had been. Out, folded away, pulled it out, folded away, over and over till my arms got tired. It was a little store block from our hotel that I bought my first pack of cigarettes. The ones I smoked earlier had been Ronnie's Pall Malls, I think though they tasted no better or worse than i thought they might have felt in the name of individuality should find my own brand something separate something me carlton's cancer or alpines it was like choosing a religion for weren't vintage people fundamentally different from when they would taken two larks from newports what i didn't realize was that you could convert you were allowed to The camp person could, with very little effort, become a Vantage person Though it was harder to go from manthal to regular From regular size to ultra long Cools and Newports were for black people and lower class whites. Oh, do we cut that from the? Ori-
0: oh, we cut that from the original. We didn't. Yeah, that was the end.
1: Um, so that song, <clears throat> it's uh, really heavily based on journaling and keeping a diary.
0: J- journaling.
1: Yeah. Um, it's also has a lot to do with um the influx of paper towels in society.
0: Oh, you. For or anti? Both. you both.
1: <laughs> yeah. both? Yeah. Both.
0: Interesting. We try
1: to keep an open mind when we're writing our music so that our audience can believe whatever they want.
0: Yeah, well, that's very convenient of you.
1: <laughs> it's super convenient of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I feel like we might have one more in us. It's a kind of a special track. Um this one is called, let me think which one we should do, off the new album.
0: Um, yeah, and when does that new album come out exactly?
1: Um, right after the lawsuit with David Sedaris is over.
0: Oh, uh, wow, yeah. But yeah,
1: this one's called, um, I think we should do Abril in Paris.
0: Abril in Paris. Uh-huh. Okay, well. Well, And also, good, good luck on the lawsuit. I mean, it's clear that you're using all of his work.
1: Well, I know that you guys have lawsuit issues yourself with Jeff, so...
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: and every other band that I, your co-host has played illegally through his phone. Right.
0: Yeah, we don't like to talk about that. This is this this episode's about you.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's stick to me. Let's let's um, stick to Aubrey in <laughs> Paris. If we let's could.
1: this one's actually um, so I'm gonna switch over to bass for this one. That's all we need for this song. Oh, interesting. Just a bass, just, a, just um,
0: a bass and vocal song.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of bluesy.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's very basic.
3: Watching TV one more recent evening, I stumbled upon. A nature program devoted to the subject of making nature programs. That's the subject they was devoted to. The cameraman's job was a wash to catch a bird of paradise and fold his play. So I
2: dug a silver hole
3: covered it with branches and sat inside it for three weeks. This was not New Guinea, where the people used to wear sexy loincloths, stand around in t shirts and say, Cowboys do it with chaps, or I survived the 2002 IBC Corporate Challenge weekend. Yeah, one village gym, I'd wear a pair of gym shorts and then add a fanny pack or a sun visor with the name of a riverboat Vote Casino stitched on the brim. I suppose that thing came from a relief organization. Wither then, or a cruise ship went down, and this is what washed up on shore. I to that, quite a few sun vines has found their way to the Southeast Asia After the tsunami, one brutal news story After another, and it went on for weeks The phone numbers of eight organizations would skitter across the bottom of the TV screen And I recall thinking that if they wanted serious donations they would have shown a puppy just one was all it would have taken it could have been sleeping it's full belly instead of malnourished children none of it would have mattered People who never contributed to charity emptied their pockets when a cocker spaniel was shown standing on a rooftop after Hurricane Katrina. What choice did I have? Yes The poor little thing looked into the camera and penetrated my very soul. With the eyes of a stranded grandmother. I know it will not half as piercing. There she was, clinging to a chimney with the bra strap showing, and all anyone ever did is wonder if she would had a dog.
1: Thank you. <sighs> Good. Yeah. So that song, it took us. Oh God. Um. Let's think. I was in Paraguay singer was in a redwood tree.
0: In Paraguay also? or
1: No, no, no. Here. Oh. Um, and so we were Skyping. And so the song, he was like, I feel so grounded in a tree. And I was like, that makes no sense. And he's like, exactly. And that's where the song came from. Huh. Yeah. So it's about being rooted halfway up.
0: It's about being rooted halfway up.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like it's about finding your roots, even if you're 50 feet off the ground.
0: Because the song sounded very specific to, to some some uh, some people needing help after a hurricane.
1: No, no, it's not about that at all. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: th- that was a metaphor. Got it. It yeah, so was a metaphor whole... for him needing help finding his roots halfway off the ground.
0: Well, we'll have to give it a second listen sometime and really gather all the media. Yeah, like, you know, that
1: song, it really, it's been blown up the charts. Um, We're at negative four right now, and we have minus three viewers and 16 lawsuits.
0: I didn't know that that, uh, the viewership was like golf. Yeah, apparently when you get
1: enough dislikes, it actually gives you minus points. But you know what we thought is that if people are disliking it, it means it's making them feel something.
0: Yeah, distaste. Dis and
1: like they wasted their time, maybe. But you know what? I'm glad I can be that wasted time.
0: Well, that makes one of us for sure.
1: Perfect. It was really, I, I my own, I really appreciate being here. Uh, this is our third show. The first two were for my mom. Uh, she's a great audience. She gave a lot of good feedback like, stop, please, never do this again. Go get a job mcdonald's is hiring
0: and yet here you are
1: here i am you know and i told her i was like i'm gonna be on a infamous
0: podcast yeah well get, can we get your band name one more time okay band name teal chair teal chair you're back yeah i have a new singer okay, okay. yeah i thought you seemed familiar yeah his name's houndstooth Houndstooth is the singer for Teal Cherry. Guys, you heard it here first.
1: Fit for a princess,
0: all from that album. Teal Cherry is back. Their album, Fit for a Princess, with their new lead singer, Houndstooth. Uh, Thank you for coming back onto the podcast. Thank you. Thank you
1: for having us. Um, I also appreciate the fact I don't own a guitar, so it's nice that you had one here.
0: Yeah, we keep one in the studio just in case you show up.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I guess we're going to pack up our gear. And hopefully we'll see you next week or something.
0: Yeah. Please don't pack up the gear because it, it's for, it's ours <laughs> oh, and from the okay. studio. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can just leave.
1: Cool. So I'll pack up the gear and I'll get out of here. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't wait.
1: Houndstooth, grab the
0: guitar. We're out. We're really going to need to get security.
1: <sighs> but th- again, again, thanks. And you know, look out for us. Um, we're going to be playing a festival in uh, Bolivia. It's called the marble festival.
0: Okay, does that festival know you're coming yet?
1: Yeah, they do. They invited us because apparently you play, and then they throw marbles at you while you're playing. Well, that seems so apt it's supposed for to be you a great, it's supposed to be a great honor. So,
0: as always, we'll play our outro music here and uh, and move on. This this song, uh, obviously from our sponsor, is called "I Wish I Was Somewhere Else." Thank you so much for joining us today. All right, that was our very special podcast within a podcast. Uh, Tiny coffee table sessions. You'll be hearing uh, more of that if we feel like punishing you again. But we do have a very special guest here today, so I want to just bring her back on. Uh, Welcome back, Miss Janine Bray.
1: (laughs) Greetings.
0: Hey, so we're here, uh,
1: and we're just going to hop right in. So... From what I've gathered, you are injured.
4: (laughs) I am i'm injured i
0: want to know what happened wait did you gather that from her walking into the studio yeah did you see her on the stairs was it wasn't limping. pretty
4: <laughs> i had to go wo- one pretty. foot at a time
0: yeah well i mean on stairs you usually go one she foot came up, a up <laughs> on her knuckles unless you're hopping <laughs> yeah
4: you know imagine how like you know quasimodo goes up the stairs in the notre dame that's how it was looking yeah was <laughs> good. Good. Well, i'm Very glad injured. i missed it mm-hmm. no it was lovely quasimodo's great you know
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah anyway. we, we worked that hump out of her back so she could be here today.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, yeah, I injured myself. I pulled a muscle in my butt uh, doing the splits to wop.
1: So was was this a choreographed thing <laughs> that you were trying to accomplish? What was the like goal? a TikTok video?
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was I was just going to into that. that.
4: No, I'm just you know uh, having a dance party in my kitchen because that's what I do. And
0: so it's you
4: and. And some friends. Okay. And WAP came on. Of course. I love it. it. Does. I know every word.
1: Macaroni in a pot. <laughs>
4: That's some weird ass pussy.
1: Yeah. There we
0: go. She doesn't know all the words. That's all you <laughs> need to know, I think. <laughs> I did have to explain to my mother how it's uh, feminine positive. Because oh, yeah. She's,
4: she's reclaiming pussy.
0: Yeah, she's very confused as to why that song was not just disgusting.
4: No, Cardi is total feminist, you know? very like smart and
1: you just have to get past the wording i think no
4: you got to reclaim the wording. you you know this is why so many people are upset about it it's because she just like you know she's taking it and she's reclaiming her own sexuality she's reclaiming women's sexuality she's reclaiming bipoc women's sexuality and you know it's just like
1: now do you think (laughs) coming from my point of view yeah you know where that is uh, guys probably don't take it that way.
4: But they, you know, if the... I think they hear that. But adult, mature men who are woke enough are feminists, and they understand it, and they, like, what?
0: Right, and the idea, in theory, I mean, as far as I understood it, was that, like, males forever, since the rap thing has come about, has yeah. had this focus of, like, I have this big swinging dick, yeah. and I'm gonna do these things with my big swinging dick. And when a woman comes out and talks about... Her pieces and how she's going to use them and like takes yeah. her sexuality by f- by force that way like a man does suddenly the whole world goes crazy because yeah. no one's ready for a woman to be sexual and they should be not- an object yeah not a person with sexuality whereas a male who does the same thing in a very grotesque way for the last i don't know 30 years almost yeah. is okay doing that mm-hmm. saying they're big swinging dick music. And, and Mom's whole thing was like, well, I don't like dick that music either. Music. And I'm like, but that's true. And, and Brenda was like, well, I don't like that music either. I'm like, that's fine. But that music has been part of the culture yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. And finally, we've turned the narrative on its head and have the female being like the sexual person the female being in control of their own sexuality i feel like
1: too though like their era in the past there was some music that was vulgar but it was more poetic you know what i mean was it more
4: poetic i mean not
1: in a sense you know like the wording was better there
4: is some more poetic more clever rap for sure
1: well yeah i mean of course but i'm saying it was brought on as a more they're like, yeah, we're going to sing this song with the family, when really the song's about fucking
0: still. Yeah. And they know that, but it's not Is like... Partridge, the Partridge family specifically
1: you're talking <laughs> about? Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much,
0: yeah, basically. But then now, you know, it's
1: diamonds, dicks, and pussies. Yeah. And, you know, the older generations are like, oh, these kids... I know, to this but they, stuff. whatever,
4: they sang about that kind of stuff back in the day too. They just sang about drugs and fucking people. You yeah, know? They
0: did all It's that. all the
4: same. Like, boomers have the same taste without knowing yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, for example, Monday, Monday, da da. It's about a school shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. So I
0: actually did not know that.
4: It's about a school shooting. Monday, Monday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a girl, a little girl who shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I um, tried
0: to think of a song that had no sexual or other connotation other than like a bad Monday and you just let
4: like, dropped yeah.
0: a bomb The thing the thing <laughs> I've like there is some songs back like okay. There's a song
1: I've heard both my parents sing called Tube Steak Boogie.
4: <laughs> what do you think? The <laughs> fuck oh, that what the is? hell is the that Lord.
1: about? And they are happy to sing it in front steak. of my brother and I. Yeah. Do no you have
0: boot scootin'
1: boogie? No, 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 tube steak boogie. Some wet song. ass
4: tube steak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hop on my big eight inch. That's part of the song. Yeah.
4: Seriously? Yeah.
1: Dead serious. Wow. Maybe maybe they didn't sing this, but I really like the song.
4: (laughs) They sang it. I'm pretty sure sure. Dad
1: may have listened to it on his Harley, but Mom (laughs) maybe shut that down. It's like we listen to Jim James Taylor now. (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Who's a heroin addict? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Who doesn't love heroin?
0: Yeah. I mean.
4: Brenda, <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, Brenda.
0: Brenda's
1: not a heroin fan,
4: but you know what? I like talking about this rap because this rap stuff. Yeah, this, this you rap know, stuff. These kids this, they this love the rap stuff. The rap stuff because you know I'm I'm in a linguistics class right now and we were just studying sociolinguistics and we were talking about African American English and African American vernacular or you know down home speak. There's a whole bunch of different names for it, but it's just really interesting and it's like rap is the imp- like embodiment of carrying over generations of orators and how important that is in community in black communities. Right. They called it. it
0: they called it Jive
4: before too, right? No, Jive is like all Jive is mostly slang, is what I heard is what I read in the book. But maybe they're wrong because the book was written by white people. So well
0: also I feel like most rap is based in the whole idea of taking slang and making it
4: or making slang.
0: Or making slang. Yeah. yeah. It's poetry it, about life.
4: Yeah, it's poetry.
0: Well, and speaking about women in rap, I mean, No Name is one of my favorite I love artists no Name. from the other year who got famous on a song about, that's literally called, like, You Think a Bitch Can't Rap. Yeah. Which is a whole song about, like, mm-hmm. how she has all these degrees and she can, like yeah throw you under on how intelligent she is and also rap about all these things while you're rapping about penises and how big they are and what they're capable of i can rap about history and where we are in this Mm -hmm. world and everything else and then come right back around to your dick again and how unimportant it is in the scheme of things and it's a beautiful beautiful style of rap that is just like involving everyone and really putting a microscope on on this whole idea Mm -hmm. of of like what is rap culture and why is it important yeah. there, mm-hmm. are, there are there are a lot of those artists though out there well
4: i mean also it's rap is like you know rap is modern jazz mm. in a way
0: musically no musically Poetically, no maybe but
4: like socially in a certain but musically way.
0: yes coming up soon because we have we have you know your uh oh man what is their name uh
1: i think it's teal chair
0: no <laughs> No, but uh, but there there has been a whole a whole group of people who have changed the whole face of rap to be more jazz focused, yeah, and to take on live music specifically. Or
4: look at the new Anderson Pack song
0: with Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's like rappy. Well, I mean, it's rap, but it's jazzy. It's it's jazz and it's smooth, and, soul. and it's soul and
0: yeah. But there's even uh, uh, who is that famous drummer who plays Phil Collins. He is a black guy. No. <laughs> so not Phil Collins.
4: Oh Which man. Which one? What does he play?
0: Well, he plays drums. Yeah. Um
1: what? Like he's singing? Drummer? Have you guys
4: Have you guys seen the two kids from like Oklahoma, those twin brother or those brothers who like they watch a song they watch a video for a song for the first time and they did Phil Collins as like the one that went viral and Obama saw it and then Obama like greeted them and They
0: they uh yeah the yeah. The, ki- the kids who are listening to phil collins yeah. for the first time
4: yeah it's great to watch do you know what we're talking about
0: no no idea
4: it's like and
0: quest love is who i'm talking about oh, quest love okay. yeah and yeah. Questlove brought jazz music to the rap world oh yeah he's great and completely changed the game well and way. i mean
1: in as from a drummer's perspective perspective mm-hmm. Tons of beats from rap songs, especially older rap songs, are derived from old jazz songs.
4: Yeah. And or they take like, the
1: jazz song, like the horn part or whatever part they like from it, lay the backbeat over it and bada bing, bada boom. You have a rap song. Tons, tons and tons and tons.
4: Yeah. Well, Common songs,
1: like, most deaf, like a bunch of those guys all did that for a long time.
4: But sampling music is a part of like hip hop and rap music.
0: It is. Yeah. That's it's, basically how they got it's, it's where huge are they are that, now well, because the goal was spoken watch. word yeah you know is to be able to like speak about the culture mm-hmm. right now and to do so they used every aspect that was taken from them in a lot of cases mm-hmm. throughout the years and repurpose it to tell their own story which is like a huge huge thing that most people do not connect with which is where we come back to wop which yeah. is connecting with this idea that like femininity and womanhood mm-hmm. can be taken back.
4: I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you I got this ring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean even to.
1: even like when Lizzo got big.
4: Oh, I love that. That was like a
1: big Her thing. Her show was so
4: good. Tyler that was missed a big it, thing but.
1: to go through. Like that's a that was a good punch in the music industry that we needed at yeah. that time that was the time when i realized work ruins my life
4: yeah it does because totally well
1: it didn't actually before pre-covid you're going to more shows than anybody i've ever known in my life yeah but i did still miss lizzo somehow but
4: you missing lizzo made it so Ayla and i became friends so,
0: so there's, there's a silver lining yeah there. yeah mm-hmm. it was great yeah it might it's be a gold lining it's, it's gold, better yeah. silver. You know, civil. back in the day. <laughs> here, I'm not sure sir, about silver, but it is silver. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. So, back before gold and silver, mm-hmm. aluminum was the most sought after metal mm. pre 1800s. Why? Aluminium? Because.
4: <laughs> yeah, aluminium?
0: Or aluminum. Because there's no extra I in it either. So it's mm. still, everyone has a different idea of how to pronounce that. But
1: most most people it, outside of the United States I've met say Aluminium.
0: Yeah. But there's no E-M at the end either.
1: Yeah, there so is. I-U-M is the ending of the word.
0: no a l u m i n i u m
4: Did you read Aluminium. The Disappearing Spoon or something? No. Oh, okay. No, I
0: learned this from... What's and that? also, there's no I in the end. You can look it up.
1: Oh, it's just aluminum. Num. Yeah. Okay, tell
4: us in. about
0: aluminum. So, aluminum, back in the day, it was impossible to separate from the other metals. So, it's impossible to get without the specific acid that uh someone in europe developed to separate the aluminum from the as other- a welder
1: i feel like i should know
0: this mm-hmm. <laughs> you should from the other <laughs> metals but because of that fact aluminum became like the most sought after metal because gold and other things could be easily separated by hand mm-hmm. but aluminum couldn't so aluminum became this super super rare precious metal because it took this very specific scientific process only a few people knew how to do to separate it from other things and use it as like an actual metal, and which is also super malleable at the time, just like gold was, but so extra malleable that it could be put into these thin sheets. Mm. So it it became like the most expensive metal of all time until the gold rush in the 1840s, in which Love it. gold became yeah. such a huge thing. And that's
1: probably the same time where Mr. Reynolds from Reynolds Wrap. The aluminum foil made his fortune.
0: Yeah, because he was just super high on that same (laughs) (laughs) asset.
4: (laughs) No, I have this memory, uh, the only time I've ever seen an aluminum plant is when I was living in Iceland, and we were driving up the western fjords to go to some private hot springs, and we passed this giant aluminum plant, and I'm like, I'm I'm just, you know, as this like Californian girl in Iceland, I'm like, where the fuck am I? What's going on? It was at night, they were telling me Icelandic ghost stories that were in half Icelandic, half English, and I was understanding it, it was fucking awesome, and we just see this giant aluminum plant, and it was just that's my memory of aluminum there's just
0: this giant roller with all these sheets of aluminum yeah exactly
4: i was (laughs) more
1: picturing like a cacti that was made of aluminum (laughs) yeah (laughs) aluminum plants yeah
4: cacti okay do you mean one or two
1: uh multiple
4: cacti okay yeah
1: Lots of aluminum plants. Is
4: that right, though? Because what is it? You can't attach Greek onto Latin or vice versa. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I'm so not it's sure act- if it's actually octopuses. It's not octopi. It's octopuses for yeah. sure.
0: And I don't know if cactus. It sounds Greek. It has a similar octopus yeah. cactus.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Cactuses it might be cact- or cacti? It might
0: be cactuses. Cactuses. We'll have to have the judges. I hear cacti review.
4: all the time, though.
0: Well, it's we hear octopi all the time, true. too, and
4: that's
1: wrong. I just don't like that because I had to go to speech. Did therapy you guys watch my fi-
4: octopus teacher? What? If you want to cry at a documentary. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. The octopus that falls in love with the scuba diver.
4: Yes. yes.
0: yes. Amazing it's documentary. It's the best love story. Oh, my God. They, like, literally Ty, you fall in love. Seen it? Wait, did they win an Oscar? Was it that no. guy from WandaVision who no, played the no. octopus? <laughs> yeah, no. You know, it was Wolverine
1: who was the scuba diver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
1: about, so basically, it's the documentary. this guy is. Going and studying this octopus, and he finds this female octopus, and he basically goes down and videos her life over a course of a couple of years, yeah, a couple of years. Something and like he,
4: that. he, like, f- doesn't wear a wetsuit diving in this freezing cold, fucking water yeah, I don't know how he does every it. single day. He's and he in becomes love. obsessed with her. And he's in yeah, love with And her. she, at a
1: point, he would dive down and find where she's at and she would come to him mm-hmm. and like latch onto him and yeah, hang out. Cause
4: that's how they like smell is through their tentacles mm-hmm. and taste. Yeah.
1: So they were yeah. she got to know his smell and then he would just dive down and she would know, like, hey, it's you. My love, my bow. <laughs> yeah. And she'd swim up and then hook onto him. And they'd hang out. And then at a certain point. He would leave and she would try to follow him away but then have to go back. And then she had a baby No, she up- got
4: attacked by a shark.
0: Oh, she got injured. She got That's attacked right.
4: by a shark and it's so crazy because so she, she
0: wasn't in like an aquarium. She no. was like, no, this in the is ocean. wild, this in is the wild. Ocean. I don't know where, yeah. where were they? Do you remember? Like I don't know. Sweden or something. No. Yeah. Exactly- <laughs> I
4: don't know. Somewhere like <laughs> he was. He was Scandinavian <laughs> of some sort, I think. Okay. Yeah. But you could tell he was like so obsessed with her it was beautiful i mean
1: he spent two years diving down to visit her every day Mm -hmm. so yeah he was a little obsessed
4: and um the and then she got bit by a shark and you know and she changed colors when she was healing because he and she they bit off one of her legs you know and then she grew it back
0: she grew like a bit a stub yeah yeah it healed it
4: healed but it was funky it was, it's such a beautiful he kept,
0: story. He kept loving her, though, right?
4: I, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. getting a little oh, yeah.
1: emotional. <laughs> yeah. he, he was coming <laughs> off a hard breakup with a sea anemone.
4: <laughs> 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 so,
1: <laughs> this octopus just showed up, and he was like,
4: wow. Oh, my gosh.
1: You look like you have a lot of arms. And what's this called? Uh, my
4: Octopus Teacher. My Octopus my Teacher. My Octopus yeah. Teacher. Mm-hmm. It's it's worth really, every moment. It is
1: really good. Worth Definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Wow.
4: Okay, speaking of films and movies, I watched a Jeff Goldblum movie today.
0: Okay, what'd you watch? Actually, I watched
4: the first half of a Jeff Goldblum movie today. Okay, it's called Vibes, and it's Vibes. about two psychics, and it's starring Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum. And um, the first half was great, and then I was reading the trivia about it, and it was going to be Dan Aykroyd in Jeff Goldblum's part. And then Dan Aykroyd met Cindy Lauper and didn't want to do the movie because he didn't. They didn't get along. And then Cindy Lauper released a book, a biography, autobiography, and she said that during the whole filming of the movie, she and Jeff Goldblum didn't get along. Yeah, and I'm like, who's difficult here? Is it Cindy? Is it Jeff? Is it Dan?
1: Is, is it the trio?
4: Is it the trio? Mm-hmm. It's just
0: yeah. everybody,
1: But it's, yeah. just,
4: it's just, it's really, it's super 80s. It came out in like 88. Jeff looks fine as fuck. And, you, you know, mm-hmm. Cindy looks, she's a doll. She looks amazing. She's wearing the wackiest clothes you can imagine, like super 80s stuff. And then she also says that like, it was that all those clothes were too don't toned it down for her, but it's like hot pink <laughs> tube top and like a t- <laughs> tiny little mini skirt and like huge bleach blonde hair. And she's like, yeah, that girl's mundane. That character's mundane. I had to tone myself down so much. So she's probably just such a huge character, you know, in real life.
1: Well, and Jeff is a character.
4: Jeff's a character for so sure. They probably, sure.
0: I feel like there was just a clash of egos kind of going on. Yeah, there probably. probably. Yeah, yeah. it has to be a personality clash. I mean, we we have been finding out so much about Jeff we didn't know. Tell me. In, in terms of, so, so in the last episode we talked about how he was on Fairy Tales as the Big Bad Wolf, with mm. Billy Crystal as the pig, mm. and Fred Willard as the other pig, mm-hmm. um, but I just watched a Jeff movie I didn't know about, uh, I want to say it's called Artemis? Anyway, it's this uh, it's this hotel Artemis is what mm, it's called. Mm-hmm. So and it was fun. It wasn't anything crazy, but mm-hmm. it was fun. and he he does like a a cameo role. But his role is like he's the gang boss of this futuristic city.
4: He's like, he could play a gang boss. <laughs> he yeah. can play anything. Oh
0: my God. And it turns I mean, out. yeah, I can see. It turns see. out great. Because like, so it's this futuristic version of LA and it's in like. Complete, how, how future are you talking? Like 40 years from now in the future. Mm-hmm. sixteen. So, so like, it's still, it's still recognizable as mm-hmm. LA, but it just has like. Futuristic police type. Oh yeah, things. for sure. And the police are going crazy and the mob bosses are going crazy and LA's So there's
4: still police in forty years?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag
4: they- defend the police. Yeah. No, so
0: it's, it's like Robocop meets Pacino. The fun thing about that is that so I'm part of the scene which I'm going to uh I'm going to just advertise right now because they advertise can you- us. Can you reenact? In the new May episode, they they. They gave us a spot, so featuring Jeff Goldblum is officially advertised in the May issue. Uh, they call it the April issue because mm-hmm. it's halfway through April, but it's going to be Cute. also run through May. Yeah. But uh, it's called unavoidable disaster, and we all just throw in memes and poems and whatever. Like it's this Oakland, San Francisco's nice. like online zine that's like a collage of the world today, mm-hmm. and so we're in it. With nice. our thing, but I did post obviously a Rugrats. I posted an actual clip from Rugrats in it, mm-hmm. where it's Chucky dressed like a police officer, being like, "Well, if
2: I don't give you the rules, then how are we
0: supposed to know wh- who's in charge and what we're supposed to do?" And mm-hmm. Tommy's like, "We can we can make our own rules and we can make them work for ourselves." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Thank you." And it's from an actual Rugrats. Oh from my the gosh, 90s. Rugrats
4: was before its time. Yeah, it where did they yeah. just
0: They just like told people, it's like, you know, no, people understand fundamentally where we are and we can make our own rules and we can abide by them by our own terms. Mm -hmm. We don't need a guy with a, in this case, like a a pool noodle to stop people from doing things. Mm -hmm. They do work really well for that. Anyway, Hotel Artemis.
4: (laughs) Hotel Artemis.
0: (laughs) So in Hotel Artemis, we don't see Jeff Goldblum till like an hour into the movie right is he is he a main character or just he's in the movie he's talked about the whole time as like the wolf like Mm -hmm. the bad guy okay he owns the hotel artemis which is this like this hotel for bad people to come and get fixed up under the Mm -hmm. radar without hope like without the hospitals knowing about it and get Mm -hmm. put back out on the street and he shows up hurt and then everyone finds out he did some terrible things to the nurse who runs the hospital and she wants to kill him. And his whole scene is just, like, showing up super suave. Mm-hmm. And then he does get murdered in this movie. And it, he's in the movie for maybe 10 minutes. And within the 10 minutes, he's just super suave about the whole meet and greet. And then he is super injured and she realizes he, like, killed her son or something. And she goes to kill him and, like, sits on top of him to kill him. And he's like, This is how it's going to end, huh? All right, baby. Take me down the river. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like so casual and cool. And I'm like, this shouldn't work. But for some reason with Jeff Goldblum, it works perfectly for his character. Like anyone else would be like, please don't know. Oh, my God.
4: Just being casual. Holy shit.
0: And and for him, he's just like, take me down the river, baby.
4: You know, I was talking about how (laughs) when I die (laughs) today, my plan for my death plan. Do you guys have a death plan? Yeah, I do. My death plan is I want to be cremated and then I want my ashes to be put in a bunch of paint and I want all my friends and family to paint portraits of me.
1: Oh my God, that's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. I want to fly a car I can't afford off a cliff into the ocean.
4: Oh, so you want to like pl- commit suicide. I'm no, just talking no. about how no, no, I no. die. I don't want I to be suicide.
1: I-, I want to accidentally do that. You want- <laughs> But to be potentially, you know. I would say, in my case, maybe drunk driving mm-hmm. in the car I can't afford. Maybe I rented.
4: What kind of car?
1: I don't know. We're going to find
4: out. <laughs> I mean, Austin, do you
0: realize in this case, like, Janine had already died, and it's her yeah. plan post-mortem, and yeah. your plan is the death plan. <laughs> yeah,
4: your part is the step
0: ahead. <laughs> your one they step. It's that to each one, one right? step. How about
4: How about your dream is, how about somebody puts your dead body in a very nice car mm, of your I choice? I like that. Okay, fine.
1: I wanna literally have a photographer there of me flying off a cliff okay. in a car cat okay, so into then the ocean. Step two, and then catching a fish with my hand <laughs> as I go down. <laughs>
0: oh my god so so then with her- my hand tattoo fishing hook exactly so exactly. what do, what do we do with the body though because that's where janine no that's the too. easiest part it's you don't have to ocean. deal with that yeah it's just, he's just yeah. gonna
4: be in the car in the ocean Trashy, that
0: would be a nasty well, some- open
1: casket <laughs> but
0: some, somebody's gonna have to get that car out they're not gonna leave that car in the ocean know, do you I'll know get- how
4: much trash is in the fucking ocean yeah austin is trash they're yeah. gonna yeah. leave him I'll there. Get,
0: i'll get
1: sucked <laughs> out and they're gonna leave me some okay. shark will be like, num, 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 num. You I'll could go come.
4: take him out. You'll outlive him. Are you, would you guys, are you guys, how close are you guys? You it's know, pretty, are you guys soulmates? I mean,
1: like we're a year and a half apart or something. No, I, <laughs>
4: that's not what I meant. <laughs> are you
1: soulmates? I mean,
4: because Larissa and I, we're soulmates.
1: No, well, see, I don't think. So you're going to like Thelma well, and Louise off the We're womb
4: mates, so that made us soulmates.
1: Well, I get that. You know. He and I are like Irish twins.
4: No, that's a time thing that you're referencing. It's like. How close are you? Would you We're pretty close. Would, would Tyler be in the passenger seat or in the trunk? It would That's be, what I'm see, asking. The way I, the
0: Tyler way. would probably be in a different state, not realizing all this had happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then I come back to record an episode of this show and be like, wait.
4: Where's Austin? Are you
0: serious? <laughs> I would <have laughs> read this in the goddamn fucking yeah. news. I would
1: probably be so high on something that I myself would be tunes as the driving cat, and <laughs> Tyler would be
0: in the passenger seat. Yeah, and just, it'd all be okay. Yeah, this is
2: why.
1: So
0: on NPR, I heard this thing about these people that can like freeze people though, and mm-hmm. like fix some severe organ damage. So I feel like if I caught it, wait, fast wait, wait, enough, wait, wait, back up. They cryogenically freeze, like yeah. kill these people. They're dead. In theory, but not in practice, if Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Like Yes, there's no brain function, which tricks the brain into thinking that it's dead long enough. They have 45 minutes from the time they cryogenically freeze these people to take them back out, cut out all the problem organs, or put in organs that don't currently exist while the person is dying, and bring them back. So I feel like if you did that off a cliff, I would hire people. (laughs) <laughs> to cryogenically See, freeze you, guys you are and close, bring you Ty back you need, to you, need, you. you need to make a lot See, more guys, money for that to you happen. guys are close hey, we've made almost 20 dollars on this podcast so could far could you imagine
1: though <laughs> could you imagine how far this podcast would go if you had somebody who is cryogenically frozen and brought back
0: to life with other no. people's parts on i mean the podcast? it's a huge investment up front but yeah. it would we would be all over the headlines. Well, you know, I think th- you know, that's an investment who for our future. From
4: fro- people who are born from frozen eggs, does that count?
1: As well, You know,
4: as like having been frozen. In, uh, I mean, I guess because in, in theory, I or guess Or, you know, there's that woman who her, I mean, this happens, but that woman who her child is 21 years older than she is because the eggs that she got donated or, or the eggs that she bought were from somebody who had donated them 21 but, years But I mean, prior. as
1: far as growing as a human, not older. No. Just. No. Just They, they were like, frozen. Yeah. So those eggs were from a time
0: before.
4: Yeah. Which a land before is, time?
0: Which I think the is. land
4: before time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sitting is really fun for the mom, <laughs> though, too, because if you can be like, hey, I gave birth to Ducky.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also, if you can be like, hey, my son is uh, 36 years old, and I still look this good.
4: I know some people.
0: It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty, that's, yeah that's true. <laughs> that is true. I
4: know some people, no names to for their privacy, but like their son is from a donated egg, and he doesn't know. How crazy is that?
1: Well, I mean, in a way, I understand that. Yeah. In a way, I do because that's something kind of heavy for a young person to conceptualize. Like to bring that up to your kid when they're little is like what? Like like that's no, but weird. He's,
4: he's eighteen, but eventually,
1: oh, <laughs> see, at that point, you probably should have yeah. told him by now. You probably should have.
4: Like what a trip! But know? I mean,
1: eighteen in this day and age, that's not like a weird thing.
4: No, I think At he's all. probably, like he'd probably be fine with it. It's because his parents are old that they don't understand that he'd be fine with it.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Boomer strategic.
4: Boomers. Boomers got the vax. Boomers. Boomers got double vaxxed. Did you hear about that? No. Some old people are getting like double vaxed. And I heard there was from who or C D C or something, there was something on their Instagram saying like you don't need to be double vaxxed. One is enough, you know?
0: One is more than enough. Well, I feel like you're gonna cause extra problems. Well no, but by there's been like J
1: and J is one and then whatever the other one
0: is is two. Pfizer, Madonna, Pfizer, and Pfizer. Yeah, yeah. It's two.
4: And then there's the one I found in the alley. It's a free vaccine. I yeah, but I the
1: ones they they're, put, they're putting the, into your all, butt that make like your butt bigger are yeah. not the same thing.
4: That's what I got. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for.
1: That's what made you fall so
0: fast in the WAP in dance. In the wop dance, <laughs> <laughs> which can have you know dangerous, yeah, issues attached.
4: That's some so. Let's 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 get you into gears. Gears. Uh, let's get
0: into news to not switch gears. Oh my too god, much?
4: I have some news. I oh. have some major news. Uh-oh. Is this
0: personal news?
4: No. Okay. The major news is <laughs> the biggest rabbit in the world was kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> on
1: Easter? We just said Easter. No,
4: it wasn't Easter. Oh, it was in gosh. England. It was in England. And he, this rabbit, get this, hold, hold on to your butts. This rabbit was four foot two inches long.
0: It was basically Austin. It's
4: basically yeah. Austin. With ears,
1: bigger ears on top of my head.
4: So big. Wow, <laughs> but it was stolen. Did they give a weight? No, I didn't see the weight.
1: Probably close to me too. Wait.
4: Yeah, <laughs> stolen from where? So his garden.
0: An octopus. So was it his, his garden? garden or like?
4: No, it was his, his owner's garden. Like so a, what a the human?
0: Fuck, were they feeding this
4: rabbit?
1: Lots of colored eggs.
4: <laughs> Austin.
1: <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was me the whole time.
4: <laughs> yeah wow but that's the major news from today
0: that's that's <laughs> london's major
1: news that's yeah. bbc no, no it's right. not no it's not what about prince the prince, prince sorry philip. not prince yeah prince philip yeah. oh well see that's, that's the, the major thing. News. This
4: rabbit was like secretly racist too old british rabbit old british prince oh <laughs> no prince philip was like he was uh, he okay he was it's the longest Uh, royal marriage that's ever happened for england
0: and they were cousins
4: right and they were cousins Mm. and um he was very progressive and interesting but he just said some racist shit you know and it's because he's old and in power yeah
1: he was he was brought up in a different time
4: but he was talking about different indigenous communities with obama and he said to obama how do you tell them apart they all look alike oh isn't that brutal and so fucked up we've had
1: a couple conversations with obama and he's
0: he's very
4: i want to listen to his podcast with bruce springsteen do you
0: obama has a podcast obama has a podcast
4: a podcast with bruce springsteen
0: wow what do they talk about
4: they you know what in their last episode i heard they talked about their relationships with their fathers and and like just They're very open and emotional and stuff. It's like very progressive, like, you know, feminist masculinity.
0: Well, Hmm. let's give that a shot.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm really close to my father. I have a tattoo lined up. That's my dad's
0: tattoo. What is it? A daffy duck with a cowboy hat. And it says buckaroo underneath.
4: Oh, my God. Like buckaroo bonsai. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It looks like an inkblot, though. Oh, no. Mine
1: won't. Mine won't. I'm going to get mine bigger. Yeah. A little bigger than his. So it stays a little better. Maybe no color. I'm not sure, but that's just you know that's what I'm saying. Like it's that is you love your dad. I I want to be my dad. Nice. Yeah, he's my hero.
4: Oh, love
1: that guy. Yeah, I love that guy. Good. I'm basically the small version of him. Oh, but he's a
0: lot better person than I am.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, do you love your dad?
0: Yeah, very much so.
4: Do you love him as much as Austin loves him?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be him. Yeah, but I love him. Oh, good. And I love what he did for me. I want to be him. <laughs> I,
1: can't, ooh, I gotta be careful with my words uh i want to be him but i don't want to be married to brenda <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i love brenda i need a brenda in my life and yeah. i have one
0: mm-hmm.
4: so
1: i don't need that again
4: yeah i don't need yeah, that
0: yeah i think when you move out
1: you oh my need- god this is
4: very back to the future
0: it's super back to the future <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dad and I are like the like. whoa, your Ford's broken. <laughs> Let me check it out. <laughs> like we're that guy.
4: But that's <laughs> a, like car work is a love language. It is.
1: Know? Yeah. No, I have I have a lot of hands on talents mm-hmm. that I offer to people for free just because I'm like well, I'm bored. I need something to well, do. No, it's because I, you're bad at business.
4: I have an exhaust leak in my car. <laughs> oh, I'll fix it for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um,
1: but still, that's like you know those are the things I can do, and people are like, "Wow, like thank you so much. That would have cost me a bunch of money." But I'm happy to do that for people.
4: I just paid four hundred dollars for a new water pump, or whatever. I could have done that for you too. Yeah, no water
1: pump. Oh, tiny belt. No thanks. Yeah, <laughs> still a good deal, though.
4: Is it? Yeah, yeah. I like, like my mechanic.
0: Pre- seems like a good deal. Yeah, yeah. Do you like like your mechanic? No,
4: <laughs> he's yeah. ginger.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. Good. Sounds <laughs> yeah. solid. Sounds he's like a good guy. More my type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm.
4: Nice. Okay, I love my dad. He's real awkward though.
1: Um, well, that's kind is of he anything like your He's brother? A,
4: no. Okay. <laughs> He's a drummer. My dad's a drummer. He's oh. been a jazz drummer since he was 13. He's my I'm, type of guy. I'm named sure. after a jazz song called Last Night I Saw Janine.
0: Oh. Can by Cannonball adderly Can can we play that real
4: quick? Yeah. Cannonball last, Adderley.
0: Last time or last, last night?
4: Last night I saw Janine.
1: Ooh. So that's a sexy night. song. Yeah. I
4: always thought it was like about a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks
1: our sister went through that with uh brandy the song
4: i've never met your sister
1: oh she's but a i'm her fu- neighbor she's a fucking riot yeah you guys are literally i don't know 45 uh, seconds walking yeah, distance exactly. from each other
0: very what, close uh, what's the band
4: cannonball adderley does it's a jazz standard but uh, cannonball adderley does one
0: all right we got it all right are you are you ready for this world here comes janine's life song <laughs>
4: I don't think there's any words.
0: Austin, you can fix that.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: I gave birth to
1: a girl named Janine. <laughs> she had brown hair, she wore grey shoes. <laughs> Went on a date for about a half an hour or two. <laughs> Coconut water's her favorite drink. She liked coffee, I think. <laughs> she also talks on a podcast it's amazing she's how apt this is. she's definitely not small
0: like me but she doesn't think a thing about
4: anything lovely
0: i don't know if yeah. she doesn't think a thing about anything to be honest but
4: <laughs> yeah i got a Well, she opinion. didn't when she was born no
0: it's about baby
4: janine it's baby janine
0: all right, well, you're, you're our contemporary culture consultant. So yeah, we got a little sidetracked. Let's talk contemporary culture. What is going on in the world right now? Let's
4: talk about Lil Nas X.
0: Let's talk about Lil Nas X.
4: He's amazing. I love him. So- I love him giving a lap dance to the devil and then killing him.
0: So, yeah, so that's something that came up even on NPR and my little morning time while I'm getting ready for work. Where Tell me,
4: what did you hear? Yeah.
0: They're, they're talking about little Nasex mm-hmm. rides a stripper pole to hell,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and twerks on the devil, mm-hmm. and then snaps his neck. Mm-hmm. And supposedly Republicans were <laughs> not a fan.
4: But why? If they're against the devil, he killed him.
0: Right. I think the sexual pleasure he gave the devil first <laughs> and the fact that the devil is immortal played a role in like how they felt, but
4: yeah. <laughs> just playing devil's advocate there. But um. Psh.
0: yeah, I didn't have that lined up. Yeah. We could do it in editing, but I'm probably not going to.
4: Yeah. Don't worry about so. it. So, <laughs> Just keep mine in. <laughs> anyway, Lil Nas X. Yeah.
0: So he's an outwardly gay rapper. Yeah. I love it. And he has some pretty wonderful outfits as we've seen. Mm hmm. Like the pink cowboy get up to oh, the, love it. the red leather thing
4: he he does like i love his outfits on his instagram and his like instagram shots and it's it, he but he was saying like you know they have the shoe with blood in it
0: right mm-hmm. it's like a was it hell shoe or a devil shoe or a?
4: and it's like forget what he posted but it's like why are people I'm, so i'm pretty sure it's the shoe this? from
1: a devil wears prada
4: yes good one
1: there's a big large red stiletto heel
4: no it's a nike sneaker
1: you're a nike sneaker
4: i am a nike sneaker obviously but people are freaking out about it and he's like you know it's just oh we're talking about little Nas x yeah Yeah. oh where have you been
1: um in the bathroom where have
4: you been yeah we're talking about little Nas x and he just had a birthday his uh
1: hell video whatever very controversial
4: yeah it's called call me by your name
1: Yeah, he I'm sure that's a nod
4: to Call Me By Your name. It has to be, It has to be. From what
1: what I heard, there's a stripper pole. He meets the devil and then kills him somehow.
4: He gives him a lap. You haven't seen it?
1: No, I've seen, I've heard about it. And from what I've heard, what I've gathered is very controversial in some sense. And then other people are super into it.
4: I'm super into it. It's
0: not controversial. Controversial? Wow. Con- took me a second Con- <laughs> no it's not controversial it's it's controversial to people who don't uh know how music videos are so if we're allowed to have you know missy elity in a cheese grater grinding on all sorts of things then we can have and pieces non-sex. of missy
1: Elliott are flying off mm-hmm. yeah slowly but surely but yeah. uh do you feel like it's more the christian community that yeah. was offended you know, just because it's hell yeah, related. It
4: is. They're having, you know, those big churches where, like, the preacher's all loud and stuff. I mean, I'm just, I don't, like,
0: you're already telling these people they're going to hell. So then yeah. they visibly go to hell and they visibly do the things that you think would have taken them to hell and then they kill the devil. Does he even come back up from hell?
4: No, that's where it ends with his little, like...
0: Yeah, so it's like, I feel like everybody wins. Why are we concerned? I know. It's so frustrating. Christians, Lil Nas X went to hell. He's probably now the devil, just like Santa Claus. If you kill him, mm-hmm. then you become him, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, your entire hey, whoa, narrative. Whoa, whoa, whoa back yeah. up. Yeah, if you kill Santa, like Tim Allen, yeah, the Santa
4: Claus. If Santa Claus dies <laughs> and you're
0: no, that's- I just rolled with it. I was I was like, okay, that's
4: real. Hey. Is it real? Yeah, no. If Santa Claus dies you know and you're what? there,
0: you become the next Santa Claus.
4: I was reading about Jeff Goldblum today, and one <laughs> of the things they say on his Wikipedia is like he was raised to believe in. Santa Claus, even though he's Jewish.
0: Well, the other or funny was, like, thing is, wait, 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 a, wait, 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 Did He, he, did he had a bar
4: mitzvah. Did he have a bar a, mitzvah, though,
1: who was
0: bar Christian? For boys. Or,
1: yeah.
4: Well, they, it said on his Wikipedia that he like was raised with Christmas and had a bar mitzvah.
1: So he got double trouble. Best he of got both, yeah, yeah, World. yeah. And so it's and like having divorced parents—you get two birthdays, you get two Christmases. He got it just with his religion. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> well, here's something wild too that I learned today about Jeff Goldblum that is actually related to the Little and Last X thing mm-hmm. is that Jeff Goldblum has an older brother, Lee Goldblum, who died, who also was gay. Oh, nice. And the dad was so... And Jeff didn't know this till he was an adult, but the dad was so anti his son being a homosexual that he sent him to a therapist camp.
4: Oh, my God. That's what... This is it's all coming back together cuz I was reading about a lot Dr. Of snaps Oz today. A lot of snaps just Dr. Oz his one of his main of course weight loss, boring, and then conversion therapy for homosexuals. It's that's what Dr. Oz is like Oz's main thing is. It's so fucked up. It's so disgusting. And this is supposed to I don't be, like
1: his weight loss thing.
4: I don't like it. You know like how I feel about being fat? What?
1: Is that you are more person. And yes. The more person you are, High the more five. person you have to love, right?
4: Yeah hell yeah
1: yeah because guess what
4: fuck diet culture my
1: fat was just happiness that i ingested
4: yes that that your belly is your life your belly is the fish you caught and you ate your belly if is i
1: ate only the fish i caught. i would be in way better shape
4: <laughs> <laughs> way better shape you know it was just an example of I the love i i catch that too many is. fish <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah, but good. I like this body positivity. Yeah,
1: no, I I am very for body positivity because you know what?
4: But are you for body positivity for women?
1: I am. I totally am. Yeah. I. You know what? Like, there has been a trending thing that's been. This is right on point. A trending thing that's been happening is like bigger women, and mm-hmm. you know, like thong bikini, whatever, like. Mm-hmm happy and proud posting themselves yeah. And I, I love that because mm-hmm. for me personally i don't seem the type but confidence in a woman is more attractive than
4: their, their appearance yeah
1: like if you are whatever you look like the thing from monster i don't care like <laughs> you know but you you know that movie monster with, with Charlie Theron. Claron? yeah
4: Which, yeah yeah okay so there's <laughs> the, the thing mo- yeah
1: the thing that's there <laughs> i don't care if you look like that if you come off positive, what was that? I'm just wondering
4: <laughs> if we're talking about the same movie. I'm
1: pretty sure. Like, she's, very- she's
4: are you, you know? We're okay. Was she murdered? She's a prostitute who murders men.
1: Wrong movie. <laughs> Wrong movie. <laughs> Wrong okay, movie.
4: what what movie are you um, talking about?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I just know the thing, person, whatever it was, was very unattractive. Okay, but it fell in love. The very beautiful woman fell in love with.
4: Beauty uh, and the Beast? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Long <laughs> it's, long it's face. Sounds like Beauty and the Beast. Long, tall face. Very disformed.
4: Oh, the one with Cher?
1: Maybe. Elephant yeah,
4: Man? Called, no, not no,
1: Elephant no, Man. no, 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 no. Uh, um,
4: the one with Cher where um, he's that ginger guy with freckles. He's got a long yeah, face. Yeah, 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 yeah it's Cher like, is,
1: His face is like two feet long. Yeah,
4: it's called... Um,
1: he looks deformed. Shit.
4: What's it called? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, but yeah, I mean, he's I'm he's saying deformed. even if
1: you look like that, like I've learned in my... I have gray hair now.
4: What's wrong you with know? gray hair? You'll be a there's silver nothing, fox. There's nothing wrong yeah. with gray hair
1: unless you're Dre and you have gray hair at 19.
4: No, he looks great. Oh, Dre's a you know fox. what? I
1: love his Richard Gear thing he has going on. He it's looks so great. Good. It's so yeah. He's still a Clooney. Oh, it's and he owns it. He has no comps. Oh, yeah. He owns it for saying that Dre. Monster, vibe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that mask. I totally, it's called mask. Mask.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I totally
4: yeah, like appreciate. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, with Adam Sandler. No. <laughs> he sells diamonds or something. He's no, good.
0: no. I, I do remember mask with Cher. Sure. No, but yeah. I'm just, okay. Isn't there, isn't all I'm a saying is, I,
1: you all, y'all, you That's all, something. y'all, y'all know me. Y'all, and back in the day, I was a very shallow, shallow piece of shit, and everyone knows that. (laughs) We're gonna stay with that because I used to be in a lot better shape. So I felt like like I had the revolution. I am, I am, but now, like, I hate like pretty people are usually the worst people i've ever met because they have pretty privilege
4: well i don't care i'm
1: pretty too but it's like
4: no but you know (laughs) like having pretty privilege and like missing certain hardships because you just get like you just get away with it
1: oh yeah but see i was raised by Brenda, so there's a lot different perspective from me it's like i was born and brought up to appreciate a human for their person. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's like, wonderful. And I love people for being the people that they are. Yeah. And if I can't interact with somebody and enjoy my time with that person, mm-hmm. I don't want to spend time with that See, person.
4: And this is, this is like a. Uh, and something. you
1: actually, you told me about this. There was an interview thing that happened where they had like, maybe it was mom who told us about this, but they had like blindfolded interviews and a guy would talk to women. And, you know, whatever, blindfolded, just have conversation. And it was over 60 or 70% of the guys who talked to these people enjoyed their time with the bigger women than the skinnier, prettier women, Mm -hmm. stereotypically. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so true. Because, like...
4: Well, no, because body positivity, you have to be inclusive in the sense that, like, there are some people who are just prone to being skinny. So, you can't just assume that they're, like, if you're making this change and if you're being inclusive of all body sizes, then, like, we can't shame skinny people for being skinny either.
1: No, we can't. But at the same time, skinny people... Skinny Vivo. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They have like this status quo. They feel like yeah, they need exactly. to meet. So they, they, have, they, yeah. they have this level of themselves to carry. And to, people
4: equate skinny to healthy, and it's not true. Yeah,
1: And I'm, you know, in a sad point, better than you because mm-hmm. I've, whatever. And I mean, I get it. I don't like it when people who were overweight go to, you know, fit and mm-hmm. then they shame the people who are underweight. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Because mm-hmm. it's like you should support those people to be like hey if this is a problem for you mm-hmm. you can fix it but if it's not that's okay
4: there's this group called haze it's health at every size and it's like it's, it's falling into exactly what you're talking about it's like you know you're allowed to be whatever size you are yeah
1: if you are happy comfortable and confident in your body yeah good for you yeah like the, who gives a fuck what you look like yeah like in uh old, there's more old, interesting things all hispanic culture a big belly just meant you were prosperous. Like, you were able to mm-hmm. eat. You were Like, there's tons of cultures that are that way. Like, mm-hmm. if you were fat, they're like, oh, he's able to eat and provide.
4: Mm-hmm. This is a good thing. Yeah.
1: But now, in our culture, it's so opposite. It's the
4: opposite. And, like, and everybody... There's even, an, like, an influencer slash actress who just died. She was 38 years old, and she died of anorexia.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, on that wonderfully chipper note, we are going to bid everyone adieu. So... <laughs> Thank you Thank you Janine Bray Thanks Austin for opening up Thanks everybody for listening Uh, We will see you next time This has been Featuring Jeff Goldblum Uh, Stay classy everybody